Uh, right, hello and welcome to the final whistle podcast. My name is Harry and I'm joined by Bobby. We are here eventually after a few technical issues uh, on Zoom <laughs> trying to join a call and passwords not working. Uh, but finally, finally we got here. Um, today's episode we're going to be talking all about uh, Manchester United and the current situation there. Um, this will be coming out on Friday, the what's the date tomorrow? 26th. So yeah. any news there, we might be slightly behind, but hopefully we... <laughs> We get there. Um, so, Oli Gunnar Solskjaer sacked after a 4-1 loss to Watford um, yeah. last week. That was about a three-year spell as manager at United. Um, do you think United were right to sack him after that result? And also, do you think it was I mean, the correct timing for it? Because they could have done it weeks ago. Yeah, I know. I mean, it was going to come at any time, wasn't it? Like, it was. It was obviously terrible management from United to decide to wait two weeks over the international break to leave him in the job, have one game back, lose and then sack him. It just doesn't make any yeah. sense. But yeah, I mean, yeah, it was all we knew it was coming at some point. There was no way he was going to turn that ship around. It was just hope at that point, a blind hope from the owners and stuff. So yeah, now he's gone. It's, it's interesting to think that he came in, obviously it was after Mourinho was sacked as an interim and then came mm-hmm. over and took took them for three years which is quite a long time in management at the moment yeah it is do you think ollie's time can be reflected as obviously not silverware wise but do you think it can be considered successful for the club i would say partially yeah i think at the minute it will obviously be looked on as obviously you're going to see the negatives right now because of the bad form they've had and you know the the lack of silverware but i think when you look at united's team from when he inherited it to what it is and obviously when he inherited they still had quality players and they were still a good team obviously they came second on the Mourinho but he hasn't left the team in a bad state I would say you know mm-hmm. obviously you've you made some great signings you know Bruno Fernandes is one of them we have to give him credit for that's a fantastic signing that he's got really right there obviously Wan-Bissaka has been a bit shaky recently but obviously we know he's on the play on his day he's a good player so yeah I think definitely you know improved young players like your Greenwood and Rashford obviously He's made Luke Shaw look like a better at times, even though he's had a bit of a, a shaky season. But yeah, I would say that he's left the team in an okay situation, definitely better than I think some people give him credit for. Yeah, I think one of the key things as well that a lot of the pundits have said, former United players, is that he's restored them back to maybe the way that that Sir Alex Ferguson left it with the atmosphere around the club or brought mm-hmm. the... Um, took away the laughing stock until, I mean, like Liverpool 5 nil and all that. But, yeah, yeah. Um, but it was interesting. The, the ideas come up that Manchester United players tried to get Oli sacked. Um, I don't know whether you've seen this, the, vi- the video of the Bruno Fernandes penalty mm. um, that he skied and then the way Ronaldo, that, like, he hasn't missed a penalty. Apart from that, he didn't do the little jump beforehand. Um, I mean, I don't know, because you've seen the video of, of a Watford game where Bruno was like, trying to show that it was the players and not the manager. Mm. I don't know if you've seen that, but I know I don't, I don't think he would do that. I think he probably gives, has a lot of respect for Ollie. Obviously he was his man. He was the manager that signed him to bring him into United. So I think he's too much of a professional to do that on purpose, if I'm honest. So yeah, because yeah. people had likened it to Steven Gerrard when he was at Liverpool and Roy Hodgson was manager yeah. and they did like the exact same thing, sky yeah. the penalty. Um, and then they went all oh, well done on missing the penalty. And then he got sacked. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Some players did seem to just give up, I think. I mean, Harry Maguire seemed to deliberately be trying to 
get Oli sacked, whether that was on purpose or not. It was just awful, awful, awful period for him. Yeah, against Albania, and then to just be as dreadful <laughs> as he was, honestly. Um, but Michael Carrick is the interim. Well, sorry, he's the interim mm-hmm. interim manager um, before they hire the interim. Um, he won against Villarreal midweek Champions League. I think it was 2 0 in the end. Yeah, I know. Carrick's of the world, mate. He is. Uh, <laughs> Chelsea, Arsenal coming up. What do you think of his appointment? Because a lot of people are saying him and Darren Fletcher should have left with Oli because they're all at fault for the way that it's been going at the moment. Yeah, no, I mean, it is strange because usually when a manager leaves, their coaching staff leaves. I don't know how it works exactly. I don't know, like the whole idea of coaching staff, whether they actually do stay with the manager or they stay with the club. Because I know obviously Arteta has his his, uh, coaching Yeah, I think think Carrick was there with Mourinho. So Carrick was there before Oli anyway. Yeah, exactly. So maybe, maybe he's not. They just have a set team. I think that could be... bad idea because maybe you want the manager to come in with his own people and his own ideas which is probably what I think will happen if a manager comes in whoever it might be I don't think Pochettino is going to go to United I think a lot of people do think he is I don't think he will do don't think he's good enough to be honest but yeah we'll see I'm not sure who they have lined up I know they have a manager lined up as an interim I don't know the name yeah I've got it down here so the, the interim names of obviously that have been floated about uh, Ernesto Valverde that used to be at Barcelona has been linked. Rudy Garcia, Steve Bruce has yeah. offered his services to the club. Um, so sure. more of a concrete one. Yeah, we go. former RB Leipzig manager Ralph Ragnick set to take the oh, role. Yeah. There we go. A deal that would take him see him take up a role as a senior consultant for two years okay. uh, at the end of the season. Um do you think it's a good idea for United to have this stabilisation before they can potentially get whoever they're going for permanently um, and then to fill a director of football role? Or do you think they're going to possibly fall into the trap that they did with Ollie of the um, interim? Oh, well, you know, let's just give him the job. Yeah, no, I mean, it sort of depends because a lot of the time what you might do is you have, I say what Arsenal did when we sacked Emery, is you have somebody from deeper down within the club like Frey Lundberg who work with the youth academy just to sort of you know just get you through that period of difficulty because they're always going to be that that period when you sat your manager so I think you have to look at you know who is gonna come in and steady the ship and are they looking for an interim that could become a manager are they looking for somebody within the club just to, to set it going and maybe leave Carrick in the job because I don't think he'll become the manager so yeah I think it all depends on what United actually want to do because we don't know whether they want to go for a big name manager or they want to do another project and carry on with, you know, what Ale was mm. trying to build with bringing in the youth and stuff. So, yeah, we'll definitely see. But it sort of depends on where they want to go with it. They could do it in a few different ways. Yeah, well, I mean, Fabricio saying that Ralph Ragnick's going to take the role up. Um, yeah. Personally, I had to Google him a bit to find out. I knew his name, but I didn't know much about him. Um he was the one that took Leipzig from like Bundesliga three up to the Bundesliga. Um, apparently, he's okay. a brilliant tactician. He's he was you know there's the Gengen press style that's talked about quite yeah. a lot. He basically invented that um, and helped develop coaches such as Tuchel, Nagelsmann, and Hasselhüttl. Mm-hmm. So obviously very good at what he does. But yeah. people are saying it, what it might be is they're not sure how much management he'll do because apparently at previous clubs he's kind of like directed people on what to be coached. So he'll tell the coaches what to do and then let them do that. And then I presume, 
make, make the deals. But it would seem quite a good steady one because I'm sure this guy, if he's got a deal lined up at the end of the season to take a higher up role, means he's not eyeing up the, the manager's role. Yeah. Um, do you think this idea of the interim is that they weren't expecting to sack Ollie? And yeah. So they didn't have anyone lined up and whoever they want isn't available at the minute. Yeah. Well, I mean, obviously they've panicked. They, I mean, it just ma- it makes no sense. Like they wanted Conte. The Con- no, Conte, sorry, Conte was there, but they didn't get rid of Ole. So they obviously wanted Ole, but now Ole's gone and they don't have Conte. So like, what was, I don't get what exactly they were trying to achieve. Maybe they could. Maybe they should have just kept Ollie for the rest of the season. I don't know. Because mm. you know, he 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 would have. I think he would have done okay. He might not have got a top four, but obviously that's not okay for United standards. But it's not like I think they would have finished fairly okay. Maybe got into uh, deep into some sort of competition. But yeah, I don't know. It's really really strange. I don't know what their plan is. Nobody I th- knows. I think it's it obviously is it's really poor poorly managed the way that they did it. Um... Yeah. But at the minute, the the lining up seems to be obviously Pochettino has been linked heavily. Um, Eric Ten Hag, the the Ajax manager, as well being linked. Mm-hmm. Zidane was the favourite originally, but his wife doesn't want to move to Manchester, um, so he's not going. Um, he wants the France or PSG job, which could come up depending on what Pochettino does. And then Brendan Rodgers as well. The name in there, but it's also today twenty million pound compensation for Brendan Rodgers, mm-hmm. which is just ridiculous. A lot of people, obviously, it's going to be Poch, or a lot of people want Ten Hag. Do you think? I mean, you said before Pochettino wouldn't. You don't think it would happen? Why? Why do you think that is? I don't really know. Maybe just because of his history with Tottenham, but maybe I don't know. He doesn't have an affiliation for Tottenham anymore, and he's gone. So maybe he just wants to take up the role. I think. I think it'd be a bad signing for Manchester United because what does it show about Pochettino when he's just skipping through the jobs? Like he's, he's gone to PSG and then he's suddenly leaving. That shows to Man United that he's not really committed to the role that he takes on. And he's not like, you know, he's he's gone to PSG. He's failed in his first season, ultimately. He's not won the league. He's failed to get anywhere in the Champions League. You know, he's not got his team playing very well. You got Messi, Neymar, and Mbappe not registering any sort of you know defensive. I was looking at like their defensive work rates, and you just got those three stood at the top. They've got like the 28th most goals conceded, most shots conceded in the Champions League, the 27th most shots faced, I think, and like their defensive stats are terrible. So I'm just thinking, what are Man United looking at and seeing in Pochettino that makes them think that he's going to improve them? Because I don't know what he's actually going to bring to the team. Whereas I think somebody like Ten Hag, who admittedly I don't know much about, but obviously he's got, you know, a good Ajax team playing quite well. So, yeah, I think it would be better off if they went for somebody other than Pochettino, to be honest, because I don't know how good he actually is. And I don't know if he's suited to bring them forwards. Yeah, it's interesting. I think they'll probably be looking at what he did at Tottenham because uh, supposedly they've wanted him for five years, but the timing has never linked up to get him. Um, okay. But it's a bit of an excuse. But I think when you yeah. look at the difference with Tottenham is he came in at Tottenham and had to rebuild over like four or so years. You're not going to get that time at Man United. Um, no, no, he's not. And But he doesn't really need to rebuild. He's got the team in front of him. He just needs well, to sign a few players. It's supposedly that Pochettino likes to add his style to the, and put in a philosophy 
which yeah. he hasn't he hasn't been able to do at PSG because at PSG he's a head coach and you go into the PSG philosophy, not change it. So maybe that's the issue there. Um, yeah. I think one of the key factors, whoever comes in, is going to be trying to deal with Ronaldo because oh, arguably that was the worst thing for Oli's uh, managerial job at United was Ronaldo coming in. It wasn't part of the plan. Yeah. And the, the ego and everything and the power he holds at United was never going to work out for Oli. Um, it was interesting that Oli, uh, no, Ronaldo, sorry, said that his or has suggested his favorite candidate is Luis Enrique, the, the Spain boss. I think he said he's going to stay until the World Cup. But do you think he would be a good choice? Obviously, Ronaldo's putting forward. Uh, he could be. I don't know. He was the Barcelona manager as well. I'm not sure how, how good he did. I think he was okay as Barcelona manager. He did, did quite well. I don't know what they won. I don't know much about him, to be honest. I know that he's got Spain you know, playing fairly well. It could be a shout. I mean, something a bit different. Obviously, we've seen a lot of teams go for some of these managers that have played in the Premier League before. Obviously, you've got Tottenham going for Mourinho and Conte and then United going for Mourinho, uh, Pochettino, sorry, as well. So, yeah, maybe it could be better if they go for somebody that hasn't got Premier League experience, a bit of fresh fresh blood into the league. Mm, it's, it's interesting because I think United have now gone through all the mega manager approach of Mourinho and Van Gaal they've gone for the uh, totally unexperienced um, and done averagely Ole Gunnar Solskjaer they need to try and find someone that's actually going to work for them and work with the squad because I think if Ronaldo hadn't have joined and it would have stuck to the plan that uh, Ole had supposedly of putting Greenwood into a striker then it might have actually worked out for him but yeah it could have done but I'm sure We'll we'll never find out. Um, no, <laughs> but that's so that's four managers after Sir Alex has now uh, obviously left. Um, yeah. not much to show apart from the Europa League win under Mourinho. I think we saw some stats and like all the top um, what are they called like top stats for United were under Mourinho. Is it yeah. possible that the people higher up in the club are actually the ones that need the change? Obviously, we know Woodward's stepping down, but he's stepping down and moving across to another role there. So he's not really going anywhere. So it's the Glazers and the Woodward. Do you think they're the real issue at United? Oh, I mean, they're definitely a, a huge part of it. Obviously, we've heard so much from Man United fans complaining about how little that they invest into the team from their own money. Obviously, I can relate as an Arsenal fan to how the Cronkies run our club. But I think, yeah, obviously the lack of communication and, and sort of understanding of the fans and what they want and how they want the club to be run in a good way. So I think, yeah, definitely having poor owners is always a bad thing. But, you know, it, it, it kind of depends actually, because I was going to say that doesn't translate to the football being played on the pitch, but in a, in a way it does because they decide the managers, they decide who goes and comes. So, I do think they definitely obviously need a change in ownership, but where that's going to come from, I don't think anybody has any idea, to be honest, because it's just really, really financially difficult to find somebody who can buy Manchester United. Obviously, they're going to want a lot of money mm. to get rid of it because they're obviously making a lot of money out of it. Yeah, I think it's, it's interesting. I mean, as you said earlier on, the fact that it was a really weird time to sack Ollie and obviously it was just out of the blue. And well, I mean, when you lose 4-1 to Watford as Man United, you're not going to last long as manager. Mm-hmm. Um, but like the fact that they didn't sack him in the international break, the fact they didn't seize the opportunity that Conte was available, 
Um, yeah. There's there's obviously a lack of experience. People saying they need to get in someone with football experience to be like the director of football. Maybe this guy Ralph Rangnick, when he takes it, will steer them in a better way. But there was the idea that bring Eric Ten Hag and then also bring Edwin van der Sar, um, who's over at Ajax, is there one of their directors at the moment. Um, seems to have done quite well. But it's happening a lot with football at the moment, with clubs bringing back former legends. Um, do you think that it's a good idea to bring back? These are obviously we saw Ollie do it, and then there's the sentimental, sentimental part of it. And obviously, mm-hmm. Frank Frank Lampard, it didn't work out. Stephen Gerrish just returned to the Premier League, edging towards that Liverpool job eventually. Do you think yeah. it's a good idea? Because we don't clubs don't really want to have to rely on that. Oh, look, we're we're great owners. We brought back this guy you used to like. Yeah, no, it's always difficult because sometimes it works out, sometimes it doesn't work out. So you've got at the minute Arteta, who I wouldn't say is a club legend, but you know he was our club captain at one point. So that is on and off still can't figure out whether that's working obviously you've got uh barcelona who brought kuman kerman however you say it obviously that went shocking that didn't work out javi's back back. that could go well zidane came back to real madrid that obviously went amazingly for him so yeah i do think it obviously really depends because i don't think you can ever if you're a club legend i don't think you can tarnish your legacy unless you say disrespectful things about your club. If you just can't win games, then I don't think you're you're tarnishing it. Obviously, it's just another thing added on that, you know, could have gone better. But yeah, I think it always adds a little bit of, of less less pressure on a manager if you bring in a club legend because you sort of naturally give them a bit more leeway as you have that, you know, heart for them. Whereas if it's just a newcomer, you, you're a bit more ruthless and you demand a bit more from them possibly. Yeah, it's going to be really interesting to see. Obviously, it seems like Ragnick's going to be the guy to take them over at the moment, end of the season. I'm sure the the links manager-wise will continue to just keep flowing through of endless lists of names uh, over oh, yeah, the next definitely. few weeks. Um, Pochettino is the main one at the moment. And basically, I think at the moment, PSG are going, well, we're not going to get rid of you. We're not going to pay you off and let you go. United are going to have to pay all the compensation. Which is fair yeah, enough definitely. considering. I mean, they got rid of Thomas Tuchel um, and sacked him, and then he's gone and won the Champions League. So uh, they won't really want to be spending that much money, especially if they've then got to go and get a replacement, which seems if Pochettino leaves, it will be Zidane coming in. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, definitely. Either way, United are going to have to pay a lot of money. They've spent eight million getting rid of Solskjaer and then getting rid of any, I think Mike Phelan, the coach, left as well. Um, with him mm-hmm. so United are going to be spending ridiculous amounts of money to get a manager in because all the ones they're linked with are in a job um, Yeah, <laughs> really really poor timing really from United that was awful timing as you said to sack him but they're mm-hmm. now 8th in the league 6 points off the top 4 Chelsea away on Sunday night um, as, and Arsenal yeah are you scared uh, or are you quite confident actually now that um you could get I a think I would have been United. more confident if, if they still had Ole, <laughs> I think. We've never lost against yeah. Man United since he's been in the job. You know, Arteta has always done done the uh, the tactical genius over him. So, yeah, I will definitely see. They could be in a very different situation in two weeks. Either they're struggling with Carrick and they're trying to desperately find a manager or they're taking the bounce of the, you know, the loss of the manager quite well and they're, they're getting some good form and we could be in for a 
stonking if we, we put a, a bad shift in. So it honestly depends. I'll, I'll answer your question in, in two weeks' time when we're a bit closer to it. I'd I would say. also like to issue now, um, I feel like this is the wrong time to do it, that our predictions at the start of the season when we all unanimously said Man United will win the league, um, I feel like that is the right time now to retract that statement. Did we say that? Yeah. We never I, said that, surely. I, I said it, you said it, um, Adam said it. Um Well that hasn't gone well. No. Oh, it, I mean the title the title charge is still on, you know. We we always have it with Man United. We um we made the video why Man United will not make top four, they then finish second. Then second. We've said they're gonna win the league, <laughs> they're now sixth. So no, eight, Sixth eight, eighth, sorry. Eighth, yeah. It's it's nearly as good as our powers of um the Arsenal video that I did uh, of what's what's going wrong at Arsenal and then uh that went up and you did really well for a while so mm-hmm. sorry sorry guys we're going to retract the Man United for the title well I definitely Arsenal getting relegated Arsenal getting relegated <laughs> yeah yeah our predictions can be a bit off but I mean they signed Ronaldo and they were doing all right for the first few weeks so you can see where we were coming from yeah there. they just smashed Leeds four one and we were like yep Ollie's at the wheel. Yeah, it's happening. I'll I'll find the tape and I'll play it. I'll play it now. Yeah, yeah. I think that that I think that makes the most sense. I'm not gonna lie. Obviously, being Arsenal being a London club, I don't want Chelsea to win. I'm bored of Man City winning. So if I'm honest, I actually quite like to see Man United win it. Like obviously, I don't want them to, but I think they're definitely my preferred three. Preferred one out of the three to win. So yeah, I'll, I'll go for Man United as well. From before United signed Ronaldo, I was going Chelsea, um, mm-hmm. just because of how good they've been under Tuchel but this bringing in Ronaldo is massive I think that could possibly tip United towards it but thank you everybody for listening um sorry about our dodgy predictions but hopefully we'll get to see some interesting news around United in the coming weeks make sure that if you are listening on or watching on YouTube to make sure to hit the subscribe button and like the video and if you're listening on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, make sure to follow us to never miss an episode thank you for listening that was the final whistle